Ever wonder why so many triathletes floating about at the moment that we've online coaches saying it's the best investment? You too could be one that's walking around the transition area with saying, my coach is friggin' awesome. All you gotta do is go to trainsmove.com for $60 a month. And this is $60 Australian, which is like pff, the lowest form of currency in the world. I'm positive of it. You could get me to coach you. All you have to do is go to trainsmove.com and let's crush it together. G'day there, trendsetters. Welcome to episode 415 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. On the homepage there, it says submit your question. Click on that bad boy, and heck, while you're on the site, why don't you have a little look around? I've been doing a lot of work on there lately. I've been um, posting uh, different articles and all sorts of stuff. I posted one... Um, uh, oh, uh, the Tour de France winner, 2019. Geez, uh, um, his name uh, Igor Bernal posted his uh, two weeks of his training um, leading into the Tour de France. What he did, um, intervals and all that. I'm halfway through doing um, the, the lead up to Kona for Cameron Worth at the moment. Um, there's I could do about eight, eight, pro, eight articles on Cameron Worth's dissecting certain sections of it but at the moment I'm doing one on that so jump on through have a little looky and you know stay a little while um, today's question comes from Ian who writes when it comes to TSS how do they come up with this number is it important if so how can I use it um, so the TSS is to, um, training stress scores it's, it's, uh, that's what they call it on um Training peaks today's plan calls a T score, which is basically the same thing. And, and how they come up with this number is uh, a percentage is, for instance, it's it works off a off your threshold, a percentage of your threshold. So, for instance, if I was to go balls to the wall for one hour on the bike at threshold, my TSS score will be 100, and it just goes down from there. You, you can't get over 100 for an hour. So, um, to make it accurate. You have to make sure all your um, thresholds are up to date within the platform. Um, so, you, so you've got that. Is it important for some athletes? Very important. Others definitely not. Um, it depends on your coaching slash training philosophies. If you're very, if you want to be more scientific and more data driven. It, it is become it is one aspect of an important scale um, most most of my athletes don't worry about it um, I I'd offer that service and I'd ch I don't charge any extra for that service um, but it costs the athlete more and I like I use two coaching platforms for instance uh, one's final surge which doesn't offer that type, that side of things yet I, I would imagine it will eventually but at this stage they don't um, and so it final surge doesn't charge athletes to use their platform I pay an annual fee to, to final surge so I can access the athletes accounts and I can you know create all their programs and things and analyze what they, what's going on but I also use today's plan which is similar to um training peak so i actually find today's plan very nice to use and the data that comes out of it oof, but on beautiful it's um 
but, and it do, I don't charge um, athletes anymore, but today's plan will charge the athlete, I think it's $17 a month for per, per Australian dollars. But from that, you get a lot of data. Now, if you just want good training, volume, stay consistent, um, work more off the feedback from from your sessions or whatever, Final Surge, magnificent. I, I would highly recommend it. If you're the type of athlete that really wants to be using chronic training load stress scores um, and um, go right deeper into the analytical side of things, the acute training loads, um, the stress balances, to something like today's plan or training peaks becomes um, wildly important. Um, so is it important yet yeah, venture half into that um and how can i use it um you really need to be very familiar with it all and, and what you go it, it it helps reverse engineer what your goals are ba- basically that's what what a, half what it is so for instance you've got a goal of um i don't know doing a a five hour Ironman bike and you, you work out oh my stress score for that bike's going to be um let's say 280 so that gives you a marking of what you're going to have to achieve on the bike and then you can start formulating a plan um what what's you going to need what um what um power to weight you're going to need um you start really reverse engineering what you're trying to achieve um and then your chronic training load you say right well my ftp is going to be 300 this is my goal here i'm going to need to go try and get my my chronic training load to roughly around 30 percent of my ftp which will give me whatever that number is um i'm trying not to think too much here (laughs) um thinking's hard and then you start you go right well then i've got 26 weeks my chronic training load numbers say 30 now i need it to be 80 in 26 weeks and you can start really mapping out a plan of what where you are now where you need to be in 26 weeks or 12 weeks or whatever it is and to to do that you're going to need a, a weekly stress score of let's say 800 and then you can start you could start formulating all these plans you um start writing out the sessions in a week you know one two three four weeks in a, in advance and then you can start seeing right well this is a planned week has only got me at 600 str- um stress scores um if i complete everything i really need this up to 800 so what am i going to do how can i change things around so it then becomes more important so that's one side of it now with um just not worrying about all that crap and just purely focusing on um looking at your available training hours and how you best conserve these best training hours to what's going on you, you it gets pretty close the the um especially with experience there's not a lot in between um an an athlete or a coach coaching slash training to that goal on field versus on analytical data um it definitely takes some of the guesswork out of it but it's in the same pretty close to the same ballpark in my experience 
So, um, so at the at first, if I was you, I'd be just playing around with the numbers, keeping a very close eye on it all, and. There's um, all sorts of YouTube videos on to learn more how to do it um, and how to learn more about all the data and what's it all mean. And then you can look at, you know, a training session, key training sessions and analyze that and races, analyze that more and just start learning more. And all of a sudden you become hooked. It's like a drug. You get addicted to all that good stuff. I know I am. I love it. So I can just geek out on that stuff all day. But yeah, but, but at, at, for now, I wouldn't be focusing too much. If, if you don't know how what it is, how it's accumulated, and why is it important, and why is it important, I'd be focusing on just keeping your training consistent and just keeping an eye on it and just slowly learning it. But don't force the learning onto it. Don't uh, like don't. Oh, I've got to do this and that, that, and then find out you've made a mistake because you weren't right up with it with some aspect of it so give yourself a good year or two to learn it and have fun with it if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmove.com send me through an email tim at trainsmove.com until next episode hooroo